Sunday, 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 Motor City Raceway from live in our Birmingham office. See the banner? Okay, fine. You can't see the banner. Take my word for it. It's Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. This is Brad with Mark and Q and Richie and Denver on the boards. Howdy, howdy. It is podcast number 23. <laughs> we're drinking Moscow Mules. And we're here to tell you what we think about every damn thing there is. Cheers. Indeed. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Okay, and remember... No slamming of the table. There will be no <laughs> slamming. But oh. if you do slam the table and I give you a little cue, don't go, ah, oh, ah, ooh, yep. ah, there will ah, be, ah. There will be no table slamming. All right. Excellent. All right. Let's get... <laughs> let's. I can still laugh at this bullshit, can I? <laughs> well, for those of you that aren't seeing the video component, uh, Mark is, <laughs> as usual, mugging for the camera. Well, that's what happens when you put a cameraman on the panel. Be, th- aye, aye, aye. be thankful you're not seeing it if you're not watching the YouTube video. Right, because we have to put up with this bullshit all the time, and I'm just, frankly, really, you know. And and I almost didn't record the video portion since we weren't going to have any of our lovely ladies join us. Oh, yeah. Well, who cares about them? But I'm I here. figured for all the... <laughs> we got plenty of tits right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, between me and Mark, that's at least enough tits to go around. That's some TNA right there. <laughs> <laughs> Next time wear a push-up bra, guys. Come yeah, on, please. Some class. Hey, mine's don't say. Speaking Mark's the old one. Picture, <laughs> yeah, Brad's nice and or Q's nice and firm. That's goddamn right. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> lactating. I want to get some of that chocolate milk. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, I hope it's spoiled. Well, I was, was going to say something, but after that, that's. Uh, I hope it's spoiled. When yeah, you I'm come ready get for it. another drink, and I haven't yeah, finished and, my first one. And after last week, I, I doubt we'll have any listeners or viewers uh, this week, right? Thanks to uh, this is comic experience. You can rule out the church and, crowd, huh? Yeah. When I did, put, I did put a warning when I was posting it. You know, I, I was said, like, "Yeah, our raunchiest episode." I was a little yeah. offended, Denver. Oh, I thought was, we kept it really PG thirteen. That would draw people in, actually. Yeah, you know? Well, hey, if it works for some, that's it, great. It, hey. It, it, hey, let's just put it like this: it's like nineteen eighty raunchy, so you know we're still PG. So we're it's in pork, that area. Porky's era. Yeah, we're in that area, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the. Uh, the subject matter at hand. Indeed. This was a big week for comic books. Big week. We had the uh, the relaunch of Captain America. It's actually called Steve Rogers Captain America because apparently the Sam Wilson slash Falcon version of Captain America is still ongoing. Right, So this right. is there's going to be two Captain Americas in the uh, Marvel comic Well, should we still call universe. him Captain America? Well, he is uh, Captain Hydra. What are we going to call him? How about <laughs> the dickface b- McGurk for uh, yeah, uh, screwing the world and telling a lie the whole uh, last well, 70 years? Benedict Rogers. For the, wow. For those of us, or for those people out there that have not heard the news, Brad, you want to tell us uh, what happened in this first issue of Captain America, the big, uh, the big reveal at the end of the, uh, the well, issue? Basically. Now this is heavy spoilers, folks. So if you haven't read, heavy it, you want fucking to. spoilers, it is. Yeah, so don't big time. Uh, spoiler. I thought he was my spoiler hero. alert. Turn out for tune out for a second if you don't want to. He turned out to be Kaiser Soze. You know, for for the most part, it almost does. He um, he basically the last page has him saying "Hail Hydra," which basically means everything we 
in theory. Of course, the, this universe is not the same universe Cap started in, so anything could have happened. Um, there's been a lot of speculation that it all could be... It could be any of a number of things. Well, let's let's real quickly just give a broad overview of the of the that first issue. Uh, essentially, there's two stories going on. There's Captain America, Steve Rogers as a young boy, and it's the story of his mother and how she was befriended by a Hydra agent that kind of unknowingly sucked them in and recruited right. them into Hydra. And so now uh, that's. Cr- uh, cutting back and forth between the contemporary story of Captain America who has been re-given his superpowers. Uh, I was not familiar with uh, the the issues that led up to that, but apparently it was old Steve Rogers, powerless, old I've never heard of um, uh, the sentient cosmic cube named Kobik. Yes, that was was the, the, the MacGuffin, if you will, of the issue that kind of restored his power so here's my thinking that this so-called sentient cosmic cube actually implanted these Mm. memories of him as a hydra agent and that he's not really a hydra agent right that's that's but they're just kind of tricking him into thinking he is some people who have written about the episode have speculated that um that's exactly what it was is that he's kind of being tricked because he wanted to be Captain America back so much that he let his guard down and they implanted memories and thoughts in his head, thereby sort of brainwashing him, so to speak. Which makes sense because, you know, everything that he's done up to this point Correct. is against Hydra and is Absolutely. working against him. So there's no way they could re-engineer that whole storyline to, to work. Right. There's no way that he could have been a sleeper agent all this time so something new must have happened and the only thing new is this Kobic deal yeah and you know. i would just want to say to all the fans that are in a uproar a get a life uh paraphrasing william shatner uh from yeah. Saturday Night live <laughs> that was harsh but well because think about wow. it i i've never read a captain america comic book i mean let me rephrase it i've never gone to a store and bought a new right. day right. and day release right. of a captain america comic book but that got me intrigued yeah and had there not been that cliffhanger at the end i probably still wouldn't have got a captain america i wouldn't comic have book. gone back but now i want to see how they're going to resolve the story so i will well, get number 2 so, um, well, I honestly think that this was an issue. Maybe to me, I think they did it just to see what the the res, the response is. Is this a Chris Stevens cash you know what grab? There might be. Is that where you're going? Yeah, because I just feel like that. They did it, and then we're going to say, okay, if the fans respond negatively, then at the end of the story, we'll make them Captain America. I think they plan those comic books out fairly far in advance. That's not to say that they can't rejigger them a little bit. But you get what I'm saying? Maybe they had two endings where if nobody cared, okay, we leave them hydrated. But if people started to care and get mad, then we'll make them. Captain America. Well, like they did and with what, the Jason Todd death issue. Yeah, or like like how they did a uh, Civil War in the comic books. They did a what if. Marvel always does a what if. Yeah. Comic books they always do a what if this story didn't come out the way that it did. 
So like in the Civil War, what if the Civil War never ended? And the country got split in two and blah, blah, blah. But whatever the end result's going to be with this, they're always going to do a what if. And to me, the what ifs are always better than the end of the story. Because what if Captain America really is a Hydra agent? And what if Hydra had this master plan that will take 40 years of losses just for this one gigantic victory that we know is going to help us take over the world? That would be a rather demoralizing result if they've set Captain America up to be this great hero. And then, then, okay, now let's pull the rug out from underneath Yeah, he's Captain fucking America. There's going to be no bigger blow to America than seeing Captain America go down. But see, this is my point about why I think it's a great issue, because it's got everybody talking about it. It's got people oh, yeah. in an uproar. Oh, yeah. To me, there's nothing worse than somebody just reading a comic book or a, seeing a movie or mm-hmm. anything and just being like, nah. You know, if it elicits a strong reaction, positive or negative, to me, that's a pretty good that's thing. It is un-American. <laughs> well, it's coming out on Memorial Day weekend. Week. Well, that's the whole point. And, oh, and it's it turns out he's un-American. It's well, first un-American. of all, we want to say thank you for all of those who served. Yes, but absolutely. Captain America is a jackass. And you should go kill ISIS. Can, f- yeah. What, out what, of frustration. What can, of- ca- what can Captain America do? Mark. He can kiss my ass. Thank there you. we go. You there we go. Your own tag no, I didn't forget shame? my tagline. It's my job to say my tagline. Oh, okay. He forgot his lightning bolt on the front of his shirt. That's just because I haven't spoke the name of the, of the wizard yet. <clears throat> All right, there's one other Captain yes. America issue. Oh. Not a comic book issue, but Twitter issue. Everyone is in an uproar. Well, I shouldn't say everyone's in an uproar. There are a certain group of people that are in an uproar because there is a, uh, a small but vocal group that started the hashtag Give Captain America a Boyfriend based oh, Jesus. on, <laughs> based on Civil this? War. <laughs> what? Can we skip this? Well, because the way him and Bucky talked to each other was, was it's like it's like, like a Frodo and Sam in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, really subversive, kind of like you just sit there and be like, you know, remember the, the cameras off. Remember when we used to do this and that? That you know, it's all I metaphors. Say it's remember, haven't remember, you ever had? A, haven't you ever had a friend? Subjective. Subjective. A, a friend since kindergarten. Do you remember when that we you, did this? The one person you have more history with than yeah, than anybody a, else, and you can recall. With detail, and they remember, or they. I have a, a friend of mine from high school. He reminded me of something that we were out doing something, getting out in trouble. Circle and remind. <laughs> okay, listen. To make it suffice it to say, there is nothing wrong with the way their friendship is in that movie. Right, it's a bromance. No, no, it's a bromance. We get it. And we there's get nothing. It. And it's 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 not as if it it's something that they're. Doesn't have to be something wrong with it. No, there's not nothing right. fucking no, wrong with no, it. Nothing wrong with it. They fell in love with each other, broke back style. But I mean, but it is oh, what it is. You are such a motherfucking wait, dog wait, humper. Wait, you wait, get the fuck away. So broke back Marvel. I was gonna say broke back Captain. After, uh, after Bucky got through with them. It could make sense because oh, he means broke Buck. <laughs> captain. There you go. There we go. Broke Buck. I can't top that. Well, my my feeling is, um, the way you read the Marvel, of, you know, the new movie Civil War, right. it could be read that there is a 
a thing romantic going on. relationship. Because let me ask you this: Has Captain America had sex yet? What do you mean in the in the Marvel in the cinematic world? universe? He kissed that, that chick that we well, that, that, we, that we've witnessed. Do, do we no, have to teach you the know. birds and the bees? Off screen or <laughs> on know. screen? Kissing Obviously. isn't sex. Why you saying that we're in that hotel room? I think he was getting right? late. I thought he had sex with. Uh, uh, Carter's oh, niece. Yeah, that's Sharon? what I said. Yeah. Oh, they, I, they, the first time they kissed was in the movie, that right? That was the first time. Oh, yeah, that was the first and time. And he didn't do it with Peggy because they were too I, busy looking for Hydra. You think War Steve II. Rogers is a fucking virgin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Fuck yeah. And so that's that's one of the reasons why people are reading oh, into so this sweet. Give Captain America a Boyfriend. Why does everybody have to have sex on camera for there to be proof that they've fucking had sex? There's no applied sex either. Right. right, it's not implied. Yeah, but man, Captain America, he's, he's a boy Why scout. Why would there have he's to be implied? Gonna, he's a fucking boy scout. He's, he's a not going to be implied. <laughs> oh boy scouts are usually virgins. I have a I have a friend who's a he's boy scout, scout who's okay. an eagle scout, and he would beg to differ with you. Well, it really That's brings up one. the the question of whether or not <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> uh, there should be any non-straight. Have we characters. seen? Wait a minute. Have we seen Tony Stark have sex? Well, yes, it was we implied. Yeah, he screwed no, that journalist. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you figure he must have did yep. pepper too. Yeah, right in a pot. <laughs> in peppers pots. Yeah. Okay. Has Thor had sex? <laughs> we know no that. Piss in the pot. How about how about the Thor? Hulk? Has the, has the Hulk had sex? I think well, yeah. Thor would have yeah. broke uh, right. Jane. Yeah, so Lady and, you don't, Lady and, and you don't think in the middle of uh, in the middle of the act at, at at the peak of coitus that Bill Bixby would turn into uh, uh, what's his name? You, you, who uh, he interviewed him? Uh, Hulk, Lou Ferrigno, right in the middle. That's got to rip somebody's shit open. And they probably killed him off. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking of virgin. Father, the Marvel so. Virgin Squad. Yeah. Well, no, no. The question is, you know. We assume, that a boyfriend. Some, there, we assume that there's some straight sex going on in the Marvel Universe. Is there any gay sex or transgendered sex? Oh, and, oh maybe. maybe. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I'm sure Mystique has had now some, that some really interesting well, sex yeah. as a man Mystique. and a woman. Yes. Well, the X, Does that count? The X-Men Nightcrawler universe. is supposed to be her son. The yeah, guy. Nightcrawler is her son, and she did as Yeah, but that's right? not the that's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe because yeah, well, yeah, the X Men those book. are some kinky yeah the comic, yeah. 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 The comic books yeah Mystique and Nightcrawler and or Asriel did she her and Asriel yeah. had had uh, Nightcrawler that's Nightcrawler. why he could he could do the tra- um, okay the all right all right well, transportation well, okay, let's 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 put Wait, our but you said final thoughts on okay okay do we need gay characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe okay let's not ask that question I don't really want a lot of followers. If we answer without, this the wrong way. without offending everybody, fuck y'all right now before I answer. Um, I don't need to see it. Don't ask, don't tell. I'm that's a Brad. that's a good policy, well, and we're I'm not going to see any that. sex in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are you universe? saying that there need to be more gay characters? No, I'm just asking. I'm just. No, I mean, that's what you're asking. You know, because we're talking about diversity of female characters getting their own movies. That's fine. Of you know, different ethnicities so getting their own characters. We want to see movies? Captain Rainbow oh, coming to a theater <laughs> near you, or is Captain Marvel? They're giving her a movie. Is she a lesbian? Maybe. I mean, uh, well, as long as it's made by Fox and Mystique said it, I'm okay with that. Has, has <laughs> wait a minute. Has not. I know where. I know this isn't Marvel, but before somebody yells at me, but uh, has Wonder Woman had sex yet? 
Yeah. I don't know. She fucks Because she's only, she's only been off the she's island for a show. So no. no, I'm assuming she has Her that Superman. red, white, blue wearing bitch. She's probably a virgin too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because she's there's been, no men allowed no, on that island. Been, how do well, they? How do they get no, birth? No, 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 no. Like she's been with Superman. She's been with Batman before. No, I'm it, thinking she's had sex with at least one of them. In the movies, though, how about in the movies? We, had, we don't know. Had a movie. I bet you Flash has raped a few of those people. And they don't even know it. <laughs> 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 how many? Feel violated. <laughs> what happened? Talk about a quickie. Yeah, what the hell did I have for dinner? Because my ass is killing me. I used the Speed Force, man. The Speed Force. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was a couple other comic books. The other big one is DC Universe Rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, it was. I thought it was really well done. And I yeah. wish every comic book was like this one. Because it's double the size. Mm-hmm. There's no advertisements. Beautiful. And the art is beautiful. Uh, yeah, just it's really great. top notch. So if every comic book was like this, I think people would be buying comic books in droves. Now and they probably the right couldn't afford too. to do that. Yeah, only two ninety nine. I haven't seen that price on a comic book in a while. Well, that's the regular price for rebirth. Yeah. All rebirth yeah. comic books are two ninety nine. Okay. But if you want the special edition version with all the deleted scenes and documentaries, <laughs> it's going to cost a little more. Four ninety nine, yeah. It's like DVDs. The, the, <laughs> the two book special edition. So I was a little confused when they first announced Rebirth because I was not a regular reader of the New Fifty Two. Right. The only thing that I've read was Batman. They uh, they took all the what is it the. Night of the Owls and Court of the Court Owls. Court of the Owls, yeah. That was I, I read book. those. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that was in graphic novel form, and that right. was really good. But yeah. that was really the only new 52 that I had read. Right. So according to this, if I understand it correctly, mm-hmm. uh, Wally West mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. sucked into the Speed Force right. by the Flashpoint Paradox. Right, right. when that, the events of that happened. Yep, and right. so uh, <laughs> this comic book is positing that all the new 52 is like this offshoot spin-off universe that was that affected really... by the Flashpoint paradox. Right. And Wally West spends this f- whole first issue trying to get back into the world so he visits Bruce Wayne, he visits Linda Park, he visits a couple other people. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as he's doing this, he sees no, that nothing is the same. Right. So right. as if someone who had never read the New 52 came in, right. They would almost It's basically be, they're caught up Pretty yeah. much caught yep. up. And so at the end, spoiler alert, uh, he meets up with Barry Allen, right. who is the only one that's able to pull him out of the speed force <laughs> and bring him back into, excuse you, um, Brad's coughing up a lung over there. Um, it's on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Step on him real quick. I'll, I'll, Put clean him out it up. I'll clean it up before we leave since that's part of our I job. I bagel you had this morning. <laughs> <laughs> It was um, an everything bagel. Now, Q. Yes. I know there was one thing in particular that you got you really excited about this. Yes. Tell us, please. The one thing that got me super excited is that the Watchmen. Yep. Probably considered the greatest graphic novel of all time. Indeed. Is finally <laughs> in the DC continuity. Yes. So. Best page of the book. Best page of the book. So they're going with it as that um, it might be Dr. Manhattan created this universe. Right, because there there is a big question mark at the end Mm -hmm. of the issue. 
Wally West knows that someone has messed with the timeline. Timeline. He doesn't know who, he doesn't know what, and then that's when we see the Watchmen logo. The Watchmen logo. And then another rumor that's going around is that these two here is Night Owl number two, and that's Silk Spectre too. Okay, so Q's pointing at, for those of you not watching the podcast... He's pointing at a couple of new characters in the DC. If you know, and they look like Batman esque heroes. Right, they're uh, supposed to be like you know Batman. Batman's inspired them, blah blah blah. Yeah. But with them being, a lot of people think with them being the quote unquote only two true heroes in the Watchmen universe that there are there would make sense for them to help Batman fight crime. Bring back Rorschach. And that's another thing yeah, everybody yeah. wants is them to bring back Rorschach. But it's very interesting to see if that if that's they're going to do that, how are they going to do that? Dr. Manhattan killed so, him. He so vaporized him. Yeah, so the, let me ask you, Watchmen uh, was, is owned by DC, yeah. but right. it was always in its own universe. universe. Right. It was 12 issues only ever. Um, it was individually and yep. then uh, a rerun again. Uh, I think three years later, as a graphic novel, and it yeah. was, and, and that then it was a movie, and that kind of existed in its own. Oh, that was yes. its own. Because but even if, e- even within the context of the the graphic novel, right. it was in its own kind of offshoot uh, so universe. It was yeah. Yeah. Nixon, another well, infinite yeah. Earth. You know? it, yeah, because well, yeah. isn't that didn't Nixon stay on Nixon as president? Was president became like, like the six, the king of America, twelve yeah, twenty years like in that. a row, or something like okay. that. Okay, and it was funny because in that universe we win Vietnam. Because he sends the he sends the comedian over there. He sends Doctor Manhattan the, over the there. He sends Inspector over. He sends all of them over there to kick some ass, and we win Vietnam. So that's how Nixon stays the president. But uh, now let me ask you: They just did a whole bunch of Watchmen sequels, correct? Yes, and and I'm assuming those books are going to tie into I the would rebirth. Assume so, um, but, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to. But see there's it. no. Uh, because in the back of this uh, first issue, there's a listing of all the rebirth titles. Right. That's coming there up. are no Watchmen, at least on there the surface. Yeah, there's no there, Watchmen there related. Shouldn't it shouldn't. Um, they shouldn't release a new Watchmen series until the um, the full culmination of the storyline. But see, now here's an interesting note. If you look at this watch in the back of the book. This is Dr. Manhattan's watch from when he, and remember? In when, when he was book, being de-animized? De-animized. This yeah. is Oops. his watch. This okay. is Dr. Manhattan's watch. And that's, because they say his father, and in the beginning of the book. Right, that's the say, framing device of the right. story. And in the beginning of the book, they say, the day I graduated, my uncle gave me this watch. It belonged to his father, his grandfather before him. This is Dr. Manhattan's watch. And he hit it up his ass. <laughs> It came off during a fisting session, I believe. But yes, yes. while he was chasing after a fault fiction, yes, he was chasing after. Does that watch smell like apples? (laughs) Yes, that watch smells like apples. Mark's apples, to be exact. Strangest lubricant ever. Applesauce. (laughs) Here, sit on this. I need some help later. Okay, now we got one more. What I thought was kind of a fun, goofy new uh, comic book release. It's Scooby Apocalypse Number One. And it uh, is basically a total reworking of Scooby-Doo. Uh, the, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. The reason I picked it up was because I thought you? the artwork and the character design looked great. But it's actually a pretty good read. It's a it? cyberpunk version of Scooby-Doo. Cool. Where Fred and Daphne have a uh, kind of a reality TV show. Oh, 
where they go around investigating different mysteries. Okay. Okay. Velma is a scientist of course. who's working with an organization trying to save the, the world. All right. And uh, Scooby is one of the, I guess you w- would call her, lab experiments at... Uh, Velma's right. failed lab experiment. <laughs> failed, failed lab. lab experiment. But see, to me, that makes sense because you know why the hell does Scooby talk and walk around and yeah, but that's always a, been a It's also like an origin story for Shaggy and Scoob of how they got together. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, she, you didn't have to. You didn't have to explain a talking dog back in the day. The dog talks. Right. right. <laughs> you know, so everybody was stoned and they understood it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, everybody yeah. was on acid. Shaggy listening looks like to the Green Arrow. Yeah, he does. Yeah, they, Shaggy they, is kind of a of a hipster. Oliver yeah, Queen. Loser Oliver, who kind yeah. of, uh, he's is walks Shaggy, the dog. Yeah, I had basically. a question. Fred looks is Shaggy like still a pussy in this? No, not Oliver really. Queen. He's just he's stupid. Oliver he's Queen still stupid, takes but he's not over a the pussy. brain right. of and, uh, Shaggy. Daphne's uh, one badass chick. Yeah. Well, remember yeah. in the, uh, Jinkies. What was Zoinks. that? Fred, Fred's it a douche. It was some new Scooby cartoon. Daphne was like a secret agent or some stupid shit like that. Basically, oh, I didn't see that. But yeah, Rich, you read the whole it. issue. I haven't actually finished it. What did you think? What was the? Uh, oh, it's got it's got everything. It, it'll pull your heartstrings, and then at the end, there's this epic fight fuck. with Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> if Scooby Doo pulls your fucking heartstrings, this is Scooby Apocalypse, not oh, Scooby. Scooby, I love you. Raggy. That that circle in this, and you, you, you totally understand their bromance. <laughs> okay, well you know what? Get or, the fucking apples or animals, <laughs> whatever you call animal mance. That's not sexual. No bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bestiality. Bestiality. I guess that's better than yeastiality. <laughs> it's a little beastiality. Because or then you'll cool. need a shot or something. Yeah. Or kirstiality. Kirstiality. Full circle. Full circle. Coming back full circle, oh, guys. All right. Okay. So now, uh, non-comic book related news. And awesome. this is probably my favorite, to me, biggest news item of the week, probably to no one else. But it was announced that uh, Blumhouse, I always kind of want to call it Blumhouse, Blumhouse is producing the new Halloween movie, and John Carpenter is coming back to produce and potentially score the movie. Uh, Um, Nice. So I love the the first Halloween movie to me is one of my all-time favorite movies. Now, all the other sequels after that, I was not a big fan of. I didn't mind the Rob Zombie movies. Um, but I didn't think they held a candle to the original, of course. So mean? I'm excited for John Carpenter to come back, see what he can. I'm sorry, revive we, like, the franchise. We talked about this a few weeks ago, and I just think the slasher movie is is dead, man. Right, but you never. The what was the scariest part of Halloween? The first one was you never saw it coming. The music scared the shit out of you. It was all anticipation. Right. There was very little. There was a lot of running and screaming and carrying on. Yeah, there wasn't a there, ton of gore. No, no there no, wasn't. That's, but that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point of the slasher. You 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 walking down the hallway. You know, you turn around. There's nothing there. You turn around. You go back down the hallway a little bit more. You turn around. <laughs> boom. He's there's nothing there. You go back down the hallway a little bit more. Turn around. Boom. There he is. You know that anticipation is not there anymore because you know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? That movie was made of its time. You know, well, 
All of those slasher movies, like Halloween, uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, all those slasher yeah, but, movies. But let's well, not forget that Blumhouse right now is the number one horror filmmaking studio in the world. They're doing one. They do. They're going to have to put uh, a new spin on this, I think. They're yeah, gonna well, yeah and I think that's to. why they're uh, not having Carpenter direct. Because Thankfully. yeah, his last couple of directing efforts have not been up to uh, up to snuff. I swear, when you, whenever I see one of his latest movies, I hear coughing in the background. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry, I should have taken a, a pill. <laughs> but I think by bringing Carpenter in, he and he said this, he's going to try to return it to more of an old school, traditional slasher film. Blumhouse can mix it with. Because they're doing everything right. They got The Purge. They got The Conjuring movies. But The Purge I mean, isn't scary. It's gory. No, but they know how to tap conjuring, into is the what? Is The Conjuring part of Plumhouse? I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not, not really sure about that. Yeah, but The Purge is not scary. Yeah, but the point is that Purge Blumhouse... more of a thriller action movie. Yeah. Yeah, but those movies, what they really do is they kind of tap into the zeitgeist of what people are afraid of mm-hmm. and what they're feeling. And so I think you take that with the classic elements of John Carpenter, and you, you could probably make a pretty sweet movie. I'm so. hoping that whatever they make is great. I don't, I mean, want, I, I don't want anything to be bad. Well, I don't but, want but, it to be but, bad. But, but I'm just not that optimistic, to be honest. I can't. I can't. If Whenever they, I see another slash movie coming out, I just say, but I hope I'm wrong. 80s. This isn't the 80s yeah. or the 90s. Rich? It's not going to work. If they put this guy, Mark Myers, in it, it'll be scary right away. Well, there is a guy named Mike Myers. (laughs) Very close. I'll I'll be the brother, the twin. (laughs) (laughs) Look out, it's Mike and Mark Myers. Yeah, looks like like Mark Mike. So you date him and then he kills him. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have a homosexual relationship. (laughs) You have a bromance with your brother? Having a bromance? And there's going to be a threesome with Jason Voorhees. So wait, let me get this straight. We've covered bestiality. We've covered bromance. That's not Damn, comics, marriage, sexual <laughs> perversion. Yeah. Uh, New Line Cinemas. New Line, so it's not Conjuring is New Line Cinemas. Yeah, but Blumhouse didn't produce it. Jason Blum? No. That w- I, I didn't think so. No. <sighs> so, well, okay. Okay, so thanks for pissing on my dreams. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me shake. Ah, all right, we're good to go. Q, now I know how you feel with all Thank the uh, Batman vs. Superman <laughs> stuff. See? I'm just a realist. I'm sorry. See? <laughs> Those movies, as stupid as they are, like Halloween and all that, but they have, have saved my life. Because I learn when I'm walking down the street and I start hearing the music, Go a different no, way. Well, how many go times do you way? walk hey, down the street hey, and hey, start Richie. hearing that music? Hey, Richie. Yeah, if you're hearing that music when you're walking down the street, it's all in right. your head. Hey, Richie, you've just known. You don't walk around with hey, a soundtrack? Michael Myers. Hey, you've just no. known something that we've known a long time. <laughs> Always run away from the violence. <laughs> <laughs> I hear music coming that way. Go the other way. Go the other way. There you go. And when someone else is running, don't ask questions. Hey. Just take off running. <laughs> I learned to be the fastest. And and not black, black oh. guy always gets it first. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is not as of late. They've been no, trying to they've been trying that to whole flip thing around. around. You know, not a like not LL the cool, people. Get LL Cool J didn't didn't die in that deep. Oh yeah, deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. Yeah, we're we're making it. We're making it. Coming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Even though times are changing. I didn't understand that. I'm like LL Cool J survived, but Sam Jackson died. 
LL Cool Jackson Five, <laughs> and I was like, they must have not had enough money for Sam Jackson to be in the whole movie. That makes sense. Yeah, now. here's what you can afford. Yeah, well, that's what they can afford. It's either, it's shot. They, it's you didn't expect to kill him, yeah. and that's what they it's were going for. It's either that or shot. Sam Jackson had another thirty movies he had to go make. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that too. They, they were sitting there. On, they were sitting there on the clock, like we're thirty seconds over. We don't have the money. We're thirty seconds. Get the shirt. Kill the shirt. Tarantino's on the phone. He's got to get on the set of Jackie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the sake of argument, since you lost me somewhere along, Sam Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> this book waits until the very last page to give you the story, the yes. actual reality. This is awesome. You're <laughs> yes. right. This well, it's is, a setup. It's a setup for. It's a uh, long setup. It is, but, but yeah. it's. It, but I'm very pleased. I, I got a warm fuzzy going because of the last. I page. told you it was I, good. Scoot yeah. down. Yeah. I don't like his warm fuzzies. <laughs> Not, not for you, cheesecake. You can relax. Are you sure the warm fuzzies from that last page? My junk. Or is it? <laughs> or is it because your glass is almost empty? Emphasis yeah, on yeah, junk. Sure or true. it could be because I I hit the mule harder than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really have. <laughs> and apparently the mule is hitting back. The mule always hits back. Unfortunately, I can't drink all of mine. You know. <laughs> okay, we you got guys a, have a safe. We way got home. a couple other uh, movie items. The. Uh, the Little Prince was yeah. supposed to have been released several weeks ago. Was okay. And at the very last second, I believe it was Paramount, canceled the release. Now, it went out everywhere else in the world except for the United States. Fuck wow. them. What did we do wrong? Assholes, they man. still have not revealed what the, the holdup is. But good news, Netflix picked it up. And we did talk about that right. a few weeks ago. A long um, time ago. They finally released uh, the date. It'll be available on Netflix August 5th. Wow. And just to entice people, this has got a cast that includes voice cast that yeah. includes Jeff Bridges, Rachel McAdams, Paul Rudd, James Franco, Paul Giamatti, Ricky Gervais, you and more and more, and more and more. Right. But if you know anything about the story, if you know anything about the story, after seeing the the trailer, I've been chomping at the bit waiting for this thing. I, I like seeing movies like this on a big screen. Even if it's a limited release, even if it comes out, you need to see it the way it was intended to be shown. Right. Gigantic. Netflix is going to release it simultaneously in select theaters. So oh, okay. most likely it's going to be a very, very limited release. Right. Uh, probably just a handful of major cities. So buy your plane Some, ticket to LA like or New York. All right. How about say, cause or Chicago. You could probably get Chicago. Oh, we'll just take a road trip to Chicago. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'll fall in with the uh, Boston Comic Con. We'll catch it out there. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. August maybe. 5th. When's the Boston yeah. Comic Con? I don't remember. Middle something of August. Something in the teens. Oh, yeah. Something okay. in the teens. So it'll be out. August in the teens. Okay. Um, yes. Spoiler alert. We're going to be in Boston. Yeehaw. And Miami. And, and Miami. Miami. Supercon. We're going to be in Miami. Hey, I'm wearing my Speedo, so you guys should really come see me. And none of us will be there for that, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a black Speedo, so he's going to look nude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a relief. Well, well, <laughs> I feel well, better already. Do- Dr. Q Hatton, we have the footage. <laughs> we, have the, we have the footage, With, man. Without the huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'm black, so you know what's coming. <laughs> Well, he may have a huge penis, but we won't be able to see it. Oh. <laughs> Lift that gut up. 
some of them cosplayers there, I won't have to lift a lot of things up. No, man. Oh, and Brad, remind us, we also are going to be out at the Cranbrook Institute of Science on June... 16th. It's a Thursday. Starts at 7. It's got not one, but two bars serving booze, serving food. We're going to be there shooting a live episode. There's going to be bats, live bats. I'm telling you, bats. Big, freaking, five-foot wingspan fucking bats. Um, and we're gonna it's going to be great. We're going to have some cosplay people on the There's show. There's going to be a cosplay contest. Yep. That's right. So we're going to do some interviews. So in other words, Fat Man. It's Fat Bat Jackass. And Sepaday. We just got sued by Kevin Smith. Thanks. Darn it. Dude. Good job. The fuck? He couldn't hold it. I'm pals with him. He's not suing us. That's all right. He yeah, it doesn't count if you suck him off. He you got to get it in writing. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't buckle my utility belt. Damn. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk about some trailers real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a. There was a new Finding Dory trailer. Yes, that which was exciting. Looks absolutely oh, incredible. Can I tell you something funny about that Finding Dory trailer? Yeah, ten seconds. They found Dory. It was the first one I found of it was in Russian, and it is hysterical in Russian because they're like, so it's, it's, it's dubbed in it Russian. It is, okay. it is, and it is hysterical because I know just enough Russian to get in trouble, but I know for sure two words I always know: please and thank you. And there's a lot of that, <laughs> but it was enjoyable. In its second language. And then I got it in English, and it was just as good. Well, the original Finding Nemo visually was just incredible. At the time, it was so groundbreaking. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this groundbreaking water split. That octopus (laughs) steals every scene he's in. In the the little... not sh- stroller, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the oh pacifier. Yeah, and the that, coffee cup. Yeah. I mean, the coffee uh, urn. The pot. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was hysterical. Good. Okay, so we also have uh, coming out on August, uh, what is it? August 19th is The Space Between Us. Yep. And that is about the first person born on Mars right. who comes to Earth and, of course, falls in love with a beautiful young girl. Well, but didn't he fell, he fell in love with her while he was on Mars. They were like pen pals or video well, pals or that something. Sounds he like, knew her. Uh, that okay. sounds like that was part of that was That's why he wouldn't stay. <laughs> he wanted to come because he wanted to meet her. I see. And I think... You know, and they made an issue of the fact that his mother died. Number one, she wasn't supposed to be pregnant going. And either she didn't know, or too bad, so sad, died in childbirth. But she died in childbirth with nobody knowing who his father is. So this kid is like the ultimate Martian bastard. And he's, yeah, he's, not, supposed to, he's not supposed to come here because the increased gravity on Earth would be too much strain for him physiologically. He is... There is no way. Remember the? Uh, no, you won't remember. Maybe you. Maybe you saw it. It's a. It's a cult film. The, uh, John Travolta. Boy the bu- in the plastic bubble. Boy in yes, the plastic bubble. That. Right. Yeah. Well, that he was a would made have for TV movie. Yes. It was. Yeah. Yes. But in that vein, he would have to live in like an iron lung, because otherwise, there's no way he could have enough muscle tissue on his his heart muscle to be strong enough because of the downward force of the gravity on the planet, and. It really, I know it's sci-fi because of the 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 Mars element. I'm not 100 percent sure if it falls in our bailiwick because the entire pl- the entire 
story happens on Earth. It's a chick flick. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a it's love really, it's story. It's a YA right. melodramatic it's a, right, romance. Exactly. Is this exactly. produced by the Lifetime Channel? Exactly. Is Hugh Grant starring in it? This is or the I Hate Men Channel. Well, but it has Gary Oldman. It's, it's got has, a great cast. Yeah, Gary oh, it's got Gary Oldman, Britt Car- Robertson, Carla Asa Butterfield. Yeah, and uh, Britt Robertson, who was awesome in Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland absolutely, and the first season of Under the Dome, she was great oh, in that. That's right, I forgot she was in that. Okay, so uh, that comes it. out August nineteenth. <laughs> she was under it. Um, there was a another. Now this one looks the truly sci-fi. The teaser, Morgan. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. a whole campaign. What is Morgan? Mm-hmm. And this is a sci-fi. Morgan movie. Freeman. <laughs> right. right, exactly. Well, women or my name is Morgan that. Freeman. Morgan Freeman's God. Now, this Morgan movie is directed by Ridley Scott's son, Luke. Luke um, so you know it's going to look good. Luke, I'm your father. And it will look a, good. It's got a great cast. Uh, really? It stars um, <laughs> Kate Mara, <laughs> my favorite of the Mara sisters. Uh, who's also nice the, well, she was Invisible Woman, right? Yeah, Fantastic and House Four. of Cards. Yep, House of Cards. She oh. can, she can and stack my Morgan cards. is played by, now I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Anya. Taylor Joy, she was the girl in The Witch. Uh, Anya. Oh. I wasn't sure and where Anya? I recognized her. And she her was from. great Anya. in that. Uh, and so Richie we, knows. He knows her we's also We've also got Rose Leslie, who I believe was in Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, we got Michelle Yeoh from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Love right. Michelle I Yeoh. love her. Love Jennifer Michelle Jason Yeoh. Jason Lee. And again, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti he's, is just a phenomenal He's the actor. white Samuel L. Jackson. He I might think. be. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know what? He might be because when he came on on, what was that movie? Was on. Um, the first movie I remember seeing him in was in Howard Stern Private Parts. Yeah. Big vomit. Vomit. No, I'm right. talking yeah. about like, yes. to your point of him being the white Samuel Jackson, he came out. It was some movie. I think it might have been Hangover. And he came out. I was like, I didn't know he was in a fucking movie. Like he's, he's in just almost in everything. Every, yeah, the first thing I saw everything. him uh, in in was that movie, and I can't remember the name of it. But Sideways? it was uh, he takes a vacation with his wife or fiance down the wine country. Sideways. That's sideways. Sideways. With him and yeah. his best friend. That's his best friend. That's a good movie. Played by Thomas Hayden Church. My favorite movie. Right, right, right. Because he was pretty obnoxious. The Sandman movie too. My there favorite you go. movie I've ever seen him in was um, Shoot 'Em Up. My, my I love my favorite performance of his was in American Splendor. That was yes. a great movie. That was yes. my favorite that Paul Giamatti performance. And that was actually Harvey Peacock. That was actually comic book related because yes. he was playing a, a comic book creator. Oh, okay. Harvey Peacock. Wasn't that wasn't that comic American Splendor written or drawn by Crumb? I think it was. I think yeah, you yeah. might be right. Yeah. Okay, so we got one other new trailer, and this is Sing. It's an animated movie oh, that's I coming love. out at Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait. And it's got uh, Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, Scarlett Johansson, John C. Riley. I don't think Paul Giamatti's in it, but <laughs> everybody else. He's going to be in there. He's yeah, just well, yeah. Is Jeff Goldblum in it? No, no Jeff no, Goldblum. Okay. So, uh, so, so, so no dinosaurs. And no dinosaurs. No, no aliens. No apartment No apartment And this is about No a, big ass aliens going out the this is an animated, no flies. <laughs> this is an animated movie yeah. about uh, little... A koala bear. Cre- yes, little who animals. Owns a, who owns a theater that is not doing well. He's about to go oh, under. Oh, yeah. And he's decided that the best way to fill the seats is to have literally a talent contest and offer a $100,000 reward for the best... Person kind singing. of an animated American Idol. Yeah, kind of yeah. A little As right pig, Glee. The, the oh pig comes out singing like Lady Gaga or something. Oh my like God. That. Is it, the, is the, pa- the trailer is hysterical. And the best part about it 
is, it's like, it literally, it's like Zootopia meets, I think I you know, on the Facebook page I said The Voice, but you're right, it's more like Facebook or uh, Zootopia meets um, American Idol or America's Got Talent or Correct. something like that. And the funny thing is, it looks like the, the, the chief protagonist is a, uh, a bonobo who is, uh, his father is a, uh, is a bunch of gangster bonobos. And yeah, you see the yeah. opening where he is singing. He's he's on he's he's the watch, right? He's the watch guy in a group of, of people who are you know they're robbing a bank or something, right? And it is so funny because he's sitting there, he's like, oh man, beautiful voice. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And then they're running, and they're wearing You're supposed they're to be the wearing watch. bunny masks, man. You gotta understand. And that's voiced by Taron Egerton yeah. from. The Kingsman. Yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yes. But yeah. So it there's just that if if the movie is the half that funny, because um. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be at least thirty percent singing, and of all the music that we've heard already, it spans 30, 40 years of of music. So all right, cool. That's you know, always so good there, But there was rabbits, okay, or, or hares or whatever, and there's like three of them, and she's singing Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby's Got Back, and there's a lead singer, and the girls turn around, and they're wiggling. Their, it is hysterical. It should have been Bunny's Got Back. Yeah, but anyway, Bunny's, Bunny's Got, got Back. Exactly. Okay, we've got, right. a, uh, we've got a TV movie trailer, which we don't get too many of and this one actually looks pretty awesome do you guys remember the lifetime movie mother may i sleep with danger oh that was no. hysterical this this, this uh, the original version starred um you know what's from beverly hills 90210 what's her name oh uh, tori uh, tori spelling yeah, thank tori you spelling. i've totally drawn a blank yeah. now she's in this yeah, she's and they're the calling mom. it a revamp she she's plays the, the mother oh my god and james terrible. franco is directing this, <laughs> and he has a small role in it. I, you know, during the trailer, didn't I hear like Tommy Wiseau? It sounded like something from the room. No. Anyway, um, what we're <laughs> you know, wait, wait, at the beginning no, of the trailer, no, no. I heard something from the room. No, like an getting, audio bite. Like somebody's, so, like somebody's watching it on the TV in the background. Uh, yeah, it sounded <laughs> weird. Yeah. yeah, that could be. But anyway, the plot, which has nothing to do with the room, <laughs> is about a young girl who comes out as a lesbian to her mother to her mother and the girlfriend that she brings home happens to be a vampire. Yeah, that was great. So not only did James Franco change the sex of the vampire. you know and they but they changed it to a lesbian vampire so it went from a brooding young man who happened to be a killer to a Brooding young woman who happens to be a killer, a lesbian, a lesbian, a lesbian vampire. Right, actually, right. More daughter, gay sex here at Comics Beer and Sci-Fi. But it's it's <laughs> it's so funny that as the mother, um, Tori Spelling has no clue because she says, you know, I really, and I don't remember the daughter's name. It sure would be nice if she. I can't wait for her to bring home. You know, you're such a nice friend. Why, why can't she bring home a nice boyfriend? And 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 we could have this kind of. A it just thing. looks like, like great, Mom, campy uh, fun. She's been, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was very like good. The lifetime version of Sharknado, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, another lifetime movie. Another lifetime movie that says, "I hate men." Okay. Sure. Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So so wait a that. second. So if if a misogynist. Hates women. What do you call a woman? Women that hate men. Don't say lesbians. 
dick misogynist? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for this. I was going to say. Do you have anything to say there, Mark? I was going to say lesbian. Boobs. Mark's looking at boobs again. Get off the porn, Those dude. Are male boobs. Okay, there was a another uh, important TV announcement. Important. And that is Westworld, the series. Oh, yeah. Is coming to HBO. We had heard and we had talked about the fact that they it was in production. Right. And so there is a release date. Uh, I don't have it here, but I know it's this fall, coming out this fall. And there was actually some question as to whether or not the series was actually going to ever see the light of day because they ran into all kinds of production problems. Right. Well, but it's got to be a lot of CGI. Yeah, yeah. I think, Doesn't it? I think there's going to be a lot of fixing in post. As they say. Right, right. Well, hey. I mean, and granted, you can wear, in a movie like that, and I don't think they did it like that back in 1970-whatever it was, was was it seventy three, Mark? Yeah. Westworld. What year did it come out? I think seventy three. Okay. Um, there was, I mean, and that was a lot of prosthetic. Well, you're the expert. Thank you. Um, so he says. Yeah, that's really right. That's he also likes to look at my crotch, so that's no credibility. He's a crotch expert. Uh, there you go. Um, but that movie, <laughs> that movie was a lot of prosthetics, right? There was, I mean, the actors had a bunch of shit on. Right. Well, so the, these the pr- days they don't do that. The anymore. promo for the new Westworld is a is a robot with his eyes open and a fly. Yeah, that was creeping me eyeball. out just looking at it. Yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty disturbing. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brad, Preacher. You oh my God! Pilot, I love correct? that show. I don't know. I'm so glad that we're doing this, so I would know to go watch that show. Um, it was. Uh, it's got real good sci-fi. I never watched the. I, I never read the book. Um, so this is my first exposure into it, and the opening scene, which I thought was absolutely hysterical, is a guy giving a sermon. Did you see it? No. Okay. So he's a guy he's giving a sermon. I will watch it. And tonight. and this is this is like a foreshadowing. Just a quick overview. Right. Very of the very show. fast. Goes in. We see something coming in from space, and the guy gets zapped, and he talks in this rah, 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 vibrating voice, and all of a sudden he explodes, and blood and guts everywhere, and everybody runs out. And this is the foreshadowing. The, the, the uh, cross on the top of the church spins upside down, okay? And then uh, zoom forward, and there's, and I can't remember the kid's name, but... Um, He's uh, he's uh, promised his father when he was a kid, and I guess they killed his father because that's how the, the flashback goes. He promised his father he'd come back and that he would take over the father's church. And it turns out he's a bad boy, and we find out from, uh, from a cute girl that's really a badass that uh, he used to be a thief, and he used to be a brawler, and he likes to fight. And, and so the hard- preacher is played by Howard Stark. That's, uh, yeah, I didn't. Mark, what's his name? Dominic Cooper. Thank you. There we go. I had no idea what his name was. Um, okay, so now this first episode is available to watch online AMC. right now. There is no new episode this weekend because of the holiday. holiday yeah, so you have so plenty of time to catch up. next weekend will be episode two. Yes. So, yeah, definitely check it out. I started watching it. I didn't finish it. It was great from what well, then I saw. I won't, then I won't ruin it for yeah, you no by spoilers telling what for happens. Um, suffice it to say... I watched all the parts, and I watched the movie all the way through. I suffered through the the online coo- um, coupons, the online advertisements, coupons. and then I watched a couple of the making of videos. And you know, he's really, I, I'm really, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of impressed with the effort he's making to be a preacher. But he's, it, it, 
it's he doesn't have really what it takes. He's trying to honor his father, right? He's trying to do what's right. He's trying to go. Uh, so and, he's and like, open your Bibles to Second Corinthians and get down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's, so there's thou shalt not kill. Let me tell you the kind of no, fuck up he wait, is. Because we're running late, okay. I just want to know, should people watch Absolutely, 100%. Okay. I, I, I told my brother to watch it. He gives it a thumbs up, and he doesn't like shit. So this is the Levin approved. Is Levin, double thumbs up. My toes are pointing straight, too. So. Okay, great. All right. Um, and something else. Real quickly, if you Ooh. guys haven't been watching Game of Thrones this year, or this season, yeah. you got to catch up. you got to watch it. Because in seasons past, and we talked about this before, they've had like you know maybe three or four episodes out of the ten or however many there are that are actually any good. Yeah. This season so far, every episode has been great in different ways. So I cannot recommend Game of Thrones more than I have uh, this so, season. So, so Hodor. Hodor. Yeah. What the hell, Hodor. Man? Hodor. So they killed a guy, and now they they did that apology. Video. It was great. It was hysterical. They're sitting on a couch covered with money. Did you see the money? Yes. That's so and there's hysterical. actually now you can go on. I believe it's uh, Pinterest, one of those websites where you can get a Hodor door stopper. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> that, was I, saw that. I don't know if I if I, I think I'm caught up on the episodes, but that was the last episode, right? Yeah. Yes, the Hodor. Yeah, but he didn't so, show him dying though. It just well, shows him kind of reaching through assume the door. That he's he's going to assume Jon Snow is dead, too. That's true. That's true. I guess you might have said spoiler. Is, no. Is, 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 no. Is, no Game of Thrones is on, on Netflix is it? Oh, on yeah, the it disc, right. but it's not this season, of course. Oh, right. you well, they don't have to wait. It's not streamable. HBO yeah, so if you get HBO Go or HBO Now, you can watch it. I see. So did anybody see the season finale of The Flash? Yes. Well, that's actually what I wanted to talk about because okay. all the shows are wrapping up for the season. Right. So, Q, real quick, okay. give us your take on the Spoiler-free or spoiler-heavy? No, no. Go ahead and spoil it, even okay. though I haven't seen it yet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler everybody. alert. So, quick, so, quickly. Man in Iron Mask was revealed. Who is it? It is Jay Garrick, the real Jay Garrick, oh. which just so happens to be. Barry Allen's father's doubleganger. In Earth 2, yeah. In ah. Earth 3. No. Earth 3. Earth 3. Motherfucker. Who actually played Flash in the in 1990 in the series. series. Now, if you're following it, Flash's dad got killed the episode before. Okay. So this really hurt Barry. End of the show, Barry Allen and Iris finally hook up. She's finally ready to be with him. Oh, really? Huh? This dumbass oh, okay. goes back in time and saves his mother. But that's what started the whole problem in the first place. So into So season three is basically gonna be the flash the point flash paradox. point paradox. Which will be season four, I'm probably guess it will be rebirth. Oh interesting. You know, I've watched okay. that I've watched that movie in like three different incarnations and it doesn't end well for anybody ever. No, it does not. And he Never. can't now that he's done it, he can't be the one to undo, undo it. He has to first of all, if they Probably do it Wally right. West. Yeah. Right? But if they do it right, when he comes back, he won't have his powers. So now he's gotta recreate the accident to get his powers back. So we'll see how they do it because, you know, Zoom played a big part in the comic book. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Okay, so Flash, season two, you give it a thumbs up? Thumbs up, 10 out of 10. Okay. Way better than 
Arrow, and that's hurting me. I liked Arrow. Okay. I liked Arrow. I thought, to me, this season was saved by, what's the guy's name that played in? Cisco? No. But, the villain oh, the, in Arrow. Oh. Have, do you watch Arrow? No, I don't watch Arrow. Ah, have you ever seen? Oh, um, uh, sorry, CW. Neil McDonald. The white hair. He yeah, got the white Neil, hair. What's his name? Yeah, he was Minority in Minority uh, Report. Minority uh, Report. He oh, was yeah. in Star Trek uh, First Contact. Yeah, he was in I think um, Neil McDonough. You had Neil, right. Neil McDonough. Yeah. yeah, he is just a one. He's a yeah, phenomenal he's a great actor. actor. He's, he's a phenomenal he's actor, good. and he plays the villain very well. Now who does he play? This he is plays Damian Dark in Arrow. Okay. He was also one of the um, the Captain America's um, the yeah team the, in World yeah War II. he was yeah. uh, oh fighting Leathernecks or whatever. The, the, oh. the, I know who you're talking about, but he was the one with the Howling the, Commandos. Howling Commandos, Commandos yeah. but he was the one with okay, the okay, mustache. Okay, target. But anyway, we're running long. Here. Okay, um, he played Damian Dark, and to me, he is the reason season four was good because. Of era. Okay, okay, and what about the other one? The, the Legends first, of Tomorrow yes. was phenomenal. Ended. Really? It, the whole season was great. Now, see, you I haven't watched any episodes. I've got them all recorded, okay. all ready well, to watch, so it's worth watching. It's worth watching. They have some episodes where you're just kind of like, okay, that's a filler. That's okay, for the story. That's for the story. But... You could tell when they kind of started running low on money in the budget because, like, in some episodes, this person will be fighting, but they'll have to do something to make... Firestorm not fight because they don't have money to support. Uh, they can't bring all the they characters can't bring them all. You get what I'm yeah. saying? It's like so that like, Walking Dead episode when Morgan was training with that guy at his house for and, the whole episode. And, and <laughs> nobody see him. They, yeah, yeah. I think they call them bottle episodes where what they yeah. do is to bring the budget down. You'll notice each season there's one or two bottle episodes where right. it's just one or two characters in yep. one location. Mm-hmm. It's real and it's low, very and a lot informationally of, driven. Yes. Yep, and a lot, and a lot of the, a lot of talking. A lot of those shows with the bottle episodes you'll notice are with the White Canary and Rip Hunter because they are the least expensive because you give her a staff and she can go kick anybody's ass. You know what I'm saying? So like they had the one episode where Aunt, um, hey man, Adam, the Adam. Became Dr. Reed Cooper. He went up and became Giant Man. And he was fighting the robot. But Firestorm was not in the whole episode. Gotcha. So, you get what I'm saying? But to me, the season was great. They set up for next season with the Justice Society of America. Our man came down and told him it's. DC is doing great. Are they going to have like the Spectre and Dr. Fate? I don't know. Because, well, they had Our Man in there. Yeah, our man came down and um, told him not to get on the ship. All right, we're running late, so let's uh, let me ask you about Gotham. Gotham, did you watch the season finale? Missed the season finale, but I got to record it. Okay, I did watch it, so now I get to spoil it for you. You spoil it for me. Uh, basically, what happens is uh, they they capture Doctor Hugo Strange. Strange. He was going to actually blow up uh, Arkham Asylum okay. and ship everybody off to Indian uh, Hill. Indian Hill. But what happens is our friend Fish Mooney escapes with all of Strange's creations or okay. creatures, and uh, the bus gets tipped over. Long story short, she leaves, and all of these creatures are unleashed on, into Gotham. Oh, and that leads into, obviously, the next season. It's going to be all about them what was with that one character that looked just like a young bruce wayne i was gonna ask you about that q there's a bruce wayne look-alike but he's got long hair and he looks all crazy right. is there any correlation in the comic book <sighs> I don't world know how they gonna uh, 
You know what? That could be Hush. Could be that comic book story art. Remember when the guy took over his face, Bruce Wayne's face, and created a whole bunch of muck? But that could be it. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that. So he's not really a famous yeah, or well Just that story arc hush where he took over his face. He looks okay. just like what he did was he killed a whole bunch of people and took pieces of their face Ugh. and put them on his face to make him look just like Bruce Wayne. Well, they did. Texas Chainsaw they, Massacre style. They yeah. did do okay. a version of that Gotham for Chainsaw um, yeah, Gotham Chainsaw Gordon. Right. Where they put this helmet on Gordon in the, uh, the final episode of okay. Gotham. And they... They took this goon and they transformed him in, and so and he his looked face just like looked, that. Right. Would be like that. So okay. we'll see if that. So maybe it's that same to. technology right. yep. that they used on this guy. So, so Hugo Strange is pretty much sort of like the the Oscorp or the that's that's basically well, running all the, you know. Well, and then pretty much, they, and then what they're I believe what they're leading up to is Court of the Owls. That would because be very in the, in the TV screens, you see him talk. You see Doctor Strange talking to a woman that looks like an owl mask, talking now about that how she would be interesting. She's running everything, or her right. group is running, running everything. everything. So that would be interesting. And so, yeah, that was probably the best thing to come out of the, the new Fifty Two. Right, was Quarter the Owls. Yeah. yeah. So that that sets up season three of Gotham to be pretty, pretty awesome, pretty real good. So how you like it, a mule? Pretty good, good. And then uh, we also had Agents of Shield finale, which we finally saw the Hive destroyed. Hooray! And it set up a new character. Um, he was introduced at the end. He was the doctor that was working for Hive. He is now apparently the guy from the Mummy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think. It, yeah, and wasn't he in? Uh, Two weddings and a funeral, or you talking about the mummy? Four weddings and a funeral. You talking about the mummy himself? No, no, no. He no, was, the, he was English, the brother. He was the English, Rachel uh, Bice's brother. Oh, oh, oh the guy that was in Spartacus. He, he's in Spartacus too. Yeah, yeah he was, he was like, guy's the yeah. comic yeah. relief for them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The British. So guy. now they've kind of set him up to be, I think, the the big bad guy for uh, the next season oh, of Agents of Shield. Oh, it's nice he's getting work because it looks like he's unleashed some kind of. The very final scene is him unleashing some kind of, which, it looks like, computer virus know. or something. Well, which is funny because if he would have never been in Spartacus, I would have said, how the fuck is he going to play a bad guy? <laughs> but he was good. Oh, it was he was wonderful in Spartacus. He played a major prick in that movie. Yeah, in Spartacus. So without, if he wouldn't have never been in Spartacus... I wouldn't have never said him as a bad guy. Actually, it's funny you say that because after seeing him in The Mummy and then seeing him in Spartacus, I'm going, this guy isn't barely believable as a bad guy. And I was like, oh, my God, he totally owns that bad guy. Yeah, he's he's a great actor. By the time you're you're done watching that whole series, he's like, oh, my God, you want to stick your foot on his neck. Yeah. Okay, real quick, uh, Bates (coughs) Motel also ended, and it was incredible. I know you guys don't watch it. But we finally are at full Norman Bates psycho mode. Oh, jeez. And so the, so the shower I, scene is coming up next it season. It should be because he's... Does he's, that mean they're going to end this Is his series? mother dead in this Spoiler series? Spoiler alert. He has killed off Norma. Ooh. And he never did actually have sex. I always thought for some reason that they had sex with each other, but... Um, at least according to this, they never had sex. I guess so, we're just always so no talking about sex. You would think yeah. they would end the no, series. All kinds of incest. Like, and all kinds of incest. Janet Lee pulls up. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's what they're setting up for next season, I think, is going to be the psycho movie uh, adaptation. So 
It was a great, great season. Thanks for yawning, Brad, on camera. Appreciate yep. it. Sorry. And, I, I, yeah, it's <laughs> um, one of those okay. things. So that's it for the the recaps. As more shows end, we will kind of give oh, them Spoiler. Okay, but now there are two movies that came out this week. Uh, two big movies, anyway. The first one was Alice Through the Looking Glass. I did it? anyone here see that? Mark, did you check that out? Unfortunately, yes. Oh. Well, you know, it's funny. I also really saw it. Bad? And the reviews are not good. It's at about a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mark, what was your take before I give you my two cents? Uh, it just, uh, you know, it just wasn't for me. It just, it just, uh, I just didn't care for it. <laughs> well, I took my 10-year-old daughter... And okay. Alice was a badass in this movie, Good. like she was in the first one. Right. And so from that perspective, I have to say I love this movie because okay. you don't get a lot of really great female heroes. You get some right. female characters, but, not but we're talking about heroes. And not only is she a female, but she's a very young female right. hero. And so for me, and which is what I liked about the first one, was uh, you know I think it's a great great character for young girls coming up uh my daughter loved the first one she loved this one so i I thought the hatter was in this movie the hatter is in this movie and that's actually the other thing that i really liked about it this movie is almost a prequel of sorts to the original movie because in this movie uh, i won't spoil everything for you we do a lot of flashbacks with the hatter but essentially this is a time travel movie okay because i thought i thought through the looking glass happened after down the rabbit hole it does this movie does take place afterwards alice returns to wonderland i was going to say after it turns into back to back to the future right after after johnny depp's um yorkie debacle in in australia i thought if this movie bombs he's really just not going to have a good well it did actually kind of bomb the movie costs 180 million dollars to make and i don't even think it made 30 million this weekend well i better see it tomorrow or it'll be pulled out of theaters now it printed in the disc it has done pretty well internationally so i think total it's made like a Hundred million, so it still, still hasn't not paid for itself. Nearly close to yeah, yeah paying for this itself. This is a children's movie. I, I, yes, it's, it's a children's. It's, it's not for adults. So. And it's it, it's actually in my mind better than the first one because to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of the first movie because Wonderland was so bleak and dreary. It was this war torn version of sure. Wonderland. Whereas now when Alice goes back, she's seeing Wonderland the way it's really supposed to be. Oh. And the Mad Hatter is slowly dying because he's convinced that his family is still alive, but no one else will believe him. So Alice, she returns. She wants to help the Mad Hatter, so she goes back in time to try to find out what has happened. So we see why the Queen of Hearts is so mean and has a big head. And they introduce Sasha Baron Cohen as Time, and he's a great character. He's funny and menacing. And using a Werner Herzog. Uh, totally. I, I, I was going to ask voice. you about that, but he sounds exactly like director Werner Herzog. It is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, okay. So, yeah, I would highly recommend that movie All right. for people who are childlike or have children um, because yeah the the reviews are not good but I did enjoy it. The other big movie that came out which is also I can't believe it not getting good reviews either 
is X-Men Apocalypse. I had no idea um, it's about Oscar Isaac's nose was so big. He has got a, he's got a serious Jimmy Durante nose. I couldn't concentrate on anything that was going on on the screen because every time his face was on the screen, there's this giant fucking proboscis, and I'm going, how can he have any powers if his nose is so big? Oh my God! How could he breathe? <laughs> Maybe that's that where thing? his power resonates. I, you know from. what? In his sinuses and, yeah. and the yeah. you know they a <sighs> lot of prosthetic makeup. There's in this a lot movie. of prosthetic makeup, and I you know and a part of the problem for me was in the books. Uh, Here we go again with the books. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the, <laughs> the apocalypse has a pumpkin head. He's he's eight or twelve feet tall, and he's got a big round. Head and a belt buckle that has an A on it, Maybe, just in case you, you know don't what. Whatever, that's okay. Even, even if even if you took that out, yes, that still does not look like. Well, that. and that was his undoing. If you, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> as soon as the belt buckle went, he was gone. That was what so was so sad. So the comic book, the power came from the belt buckle. I don't. I think the power it, came from his nose. And it, I, well, I, no, that's the movie version. Yeah. It comes from his nose. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what gave buckle. him his power in the in the books. And I, I'm really, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm saying this in front of God and everybody. I'm trying not. I'm no. I'm, I'm no. I'm trying to accept the fact that based on a book doesn't mean chapter and verse. And I'm trying to accept the premise, and that it's not going to be what I what I'm expecting. And I'm trying to remove all expectations so I can try to enjoy the movie. So that being said, I went into the cut that out. I went into the movie with no expectations except what I thought I saw in the trailer. Thank you, and I was still disappointed. It was not. <laughs> I was oh not. I was not. Brad is filleting the yes. microphone for those of you who aren't I watching this. I was expecting. <laughs> it was just not enough action. If it was really, if it's an action adventure movie, whatever you want to call it. No, no. The problem with this movie is that it had too much action. It was too long. They needed to make it shorter. What? No, there was there was there was lulls. There was boring parts. There was there was. There was a point where somebody was walking down a hall, and I had I counted to like fifteen, and it's like move, move, move your fucking ass! Come on, faster! Take two steps! Shoot! Cut away! Do something else! It was it was driving me nuts! Fuck you! I was absolutely <laughs> incensed by the lack of time management in this fucking movie. Welcome to Brad's weekly stroke. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I wanted it to be good. I really didn't want to believe that it was a you 50% like center. I uh, seriously, stop that. Seriously, I wanted it to be a good movie. All right, Mark, Mark what was your take on it? Uh, you know, I s- sort of enjoyed certain parts of it. The the scenes with Quicksilver were great. He was awesome. That was the that was the only thing the, that saved as it. in the last the, movie, the tragic he stole the scene show. with with Magneto and his family. Awesome scene. One of the most emotional yeah. superhero movie scenes. The, yeah, the, the whole Magneto arc was great, and the fact you know, you know, Apocalypse was trying to you know use Charles to, you know, use him as a conduit to take over all the other mutants. Um, you know, it was too long. It was just way too long of a movie. Too uh, many scenes of Magneto floating in the sky, yeah. tearing shit up. A little too know? much. Too much. Too much chaotic special effects yeah. going on. Um, 
some of the characters were probably not needed, like Psylocke. She, what was her role in this movie? She didn't do anything. She was the goon, the henchman. I didn't mind her. I thought she was fine. And she had to fall in love with. Um, nice to look at. She had to yeah. fall in love with Angel. That's where she. That that they, it was. They it was show clear. that in the comics. That's what I mean, turned her. I mean, that's did, what. Tur- tur- oh, did they show that? Spoiler. Ha. <laughs> did they show that in the movie? I don't remember that. Oh. Yes. Because because she Apocalypse. is the one that brought Apocalypse to Angel. Yeah, she mo- is. Yes, right. She the, knew about it. Thing with Angel though, and there wasn't much no, of a love story. It wasn't, I think yeah, it was more she was a great fighter. But she, yeah, they knew each other probably the way they played it up was they had a past. We don't know what happened. I, I love the where, I love the actors they got to play the younger you know characters. Right, Ty Sheridan as Cyclops and Sophie. Um, uh, what was her name? Oh, from Game of Thrones, yes. playing Jean Grey. She was Stania, awesome. Yes, yeah. the Stark girl. Yeah, she. Yep. she yeah, Fomke Jansen is just too old now. Too yeah, for her. and uh, oh, and what was with uh, Jennifer Lawrence mailing in this part? This this oh, the part yeah. was just she didn't put anything into this into this character. Well, she's gone on record a bunch of times saying she doesn't want to do the character anymore. It's too much makeup. She, you know, she must have had some, something in her contract saying she didn't have because because the, the makeup scenes look like they're all CGI'd. So I don't think yeah. she wore any makeup in this movie at all. Yeah, well, I every, think what she did was she. They made up her face and hair, but her body, I think, was all CGI. You're right. Well, it, it, you know, I don't know. Like how Tom just, Willing did Smallville last episode. Yeah, you don't she, think she was believable? No, no, she wow. she was just too, you know, nonchalant for this movie. It just didn't seem like she was emoting. Um, I, I I think you're right because when the you know if she wanted to be the coach, if she wanted to be the leader, because that was theoretically the her, the part she was playing. And every time somebody says, oh, my God, you're my hero, she says, ah, fuck you, I'm not a hero. You know, I'm thinking, that's not what you do. You want to get people fired up, you grab onto that. Well, no, you, that you, was the you, whole. Maybe she had a, too much of that as Katniss firing people up. And you guys did see, like, the remember the, the post-credit scene. Yes. There, there, there's, there's rumor that. Well, poss- let's, wait till, let's wait till we uh, get to get the to end. Get to that. Yeah, because I think with uh, Raven or Mystique, whatever you want to call her, I think that was her arc, was that she was trying not to be a hero. She didn't see herself as a hero, and it wasn't until the end when she finally decided that, yes, okay, I'm going to embrace this and become become the leader of the X-Men. Rich, I know you really liked it. What did you think? Probably the best movie I've seen all year. Better than Deadpool. Um. Movie wise, yeah, Deadpool is still the probably the best comic book movie because I won't put two movies and or one movie in two different categories. But out of all the movies I've seen, this had great acting, good stories. Like there were several stories going on, but it held me in it, and uh, the the emotion was was played so well that every time a character that I normally wouldn't care about in the past, all of a sudden I cared about. Got a little misty-eyed a few times. You get misty-eyed at everything. Scooby-Doo, the X-Men apocalypse. Right. He's like, he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. When Jean Grey is starting to become the Phoenix, I was getting I was getting a little... Well, I'm not going to... Well, I was welling up. I was welling up. Because this movie, this movie had so many real-life parallels of how, you know, it's if you don't think about just they're mutants, but you think about humans, we are afraid of our power. And that's what all these mutants were dealing with. Is 
they're afraid about their power because they're afraid they might hurt somebody because society has put it on them that they are different. And they projected the fear on it, and these people accept it. No, continue, please. <laughs> so anyways, that's what I liked about this movie. It portrayed the feeling of actually what's kind of going on in the country right now. Because mm-hmm. whenever there's change, there's always... Hard resistance. Exactly. Well, that's what the X Men movies have always well, done a, from the that's very what the comics first are about. Yeah. So, are you saying that I am supposed to be Apocalypse? This is Donald Trump. I'm saying your hair's mutating. <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump is orange. Apocalypse is blue. It kind of all. <laughs> oh, it comes it's together. It's gonna be it's great. It comes together. Q, what was your take on the movie? Well. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like you said, the Magneto part when his family died was phenomenal. The Quicksilver parts. When it blew up, I was kind of, it was more of a like, all right, I know he's coming. Where he at? He said he was leaving. Like, hurry up and get there. Like, you know, say today. And, like, he comes up and he's like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, yeah. You know, I'm in the movie. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, like, great. And then, Remember how I said in Days of Future Past, they kind of were fixing their mistakes from X3? Well, they I, they were still fixing mistakes. That's why when they did the Phoenix, it was done correctly. And did you did one. you like the dig that they had in last Yeah, song? yeah. Oh, with the Star Wars. Oh, you know. When they're whatever, walking the third one always sucks. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Although, if you think about it. I was the only it, one in the theater to laugh. This is also the third was, movie was, of what I'll call the first class yeah. trilogy. That's true. And so it was almost like they were kind of poking fun at themselves Selves, right? and right. the last stand. And they knew it was going to be the worst one of the trilogy. If you think about it, well, it, it I it's don't not, know. It's not the best. It's, I don't know. They it's let probably the, the least. They let the, they let the line know, in man. as a double entendre. I don't know. Only being able to have four good movies out of six is not really I don't know. a claim to I, fame. Well, here's the thing. This one's a lot better than The Last Stand. So That's I think what I, said. I think this is the 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 worst of the three first wow. class movies. I admit, wow. Whoa! But I don't it's know. but it's still so much better than the Last I'm, Stand. I'm, last I'm, Stand my, is my when uh, is the one where uh, 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 Xavier dies in the house right. trying yep. to talk down yeah. what's the, the name the before Jean goes, right. goes ballistic before Wolverine kills her. Okay. The only thing I liked about the Last Stand was the last fight scene. That was the best part of the whole movie, but. Coming back to this, I don't know if it was the worst. I ca- I can't say which were of the three. Which one? Which ones were not as good as this one? Then last and sucked. I'm not talking about last. You talking about these three? First class, Days of Future Past, and this one, and this one. <laughs> this one's probably the least of the three. This is the yeah. best of the three. Uh, see my <laughs> well see my thing is like I mean there were things I didn't like like I didn't like the fact that he runs before he comes that they were in the that um uh Quicksilver was in the Weapon X facility and didn't recognize like you know Wolverine was there or you you get what I'm saying like little stuff like that that. You were just with him ten years ago, right? But this is—I don't think he saw him. No, he was with. Ago. Well, he didn't. You're right. He didn't see Wolverine. He didn't. He didn't. But it was stuff like just little things like that. And I'm glad they did Wolverine you're, right. You're speaking with of the weapons whole mask X. and the speaking of weapons, weapons X. Listen yeah. to this. 
what? How do we explain at the end of Days of Future Past when Stryker is like, t- and know, it was Mystique, and it was Mystique, and yeah, all of a sudden, that's, a, that's stupid. I didn't understand what happened that. There? there. There's got to be they a storyline that, that explains how Mystique got away from, from being war, Stryker, or, or how how yeah how Wolverine got away from Mystique and got back and put into the real Stryker's hands. Exactly. Yeah. How are they how are they going to explain they, that? That would require a seventh movie. Do you trust them to give you a seventh <laughs> well, they, movie? They, they, are, do they are doing another Wolverine movie. But so this they is could, Old Man Logan, though. Yeah, but they, if Not you notice, really. all X-Men movies start with a flashback. Right. So well, maybe the new Wolverine then, movie well, I mean, will use did, that technique. They actually did kind of, kind of put some stuff together, I want to say, because she said, I gave him back the memories that he that I could find. Okay, but my thing is now you did it. Th- see, how do you connect? You can't say these three movies are separate from the first three. No, you because just they're they're prequel movies. These three movies, but see, these three movies. Well, didn't he me, lose his memories when Striker shot him in the right, head? Right, but yes, Gene gave him back some of them in this movie. That means right. he would so, have been shot see, by Striker in the head already. These three movies to right. me are them trying to say we fucked up with the first three because i feel like they're they're going back with these movies right, trying to figure i don't think the history is okay, memory okay but when you do a prequel when you do a prequel of a franchise that's already established you still put stuff in those prequels to connect with the movies that you have already done no. they have not done that in none of these movies that is correct how, how, how did agree. wolverine lose his memory they have not. They he reset the whole timeline. How did? How did? How, listen. And they're acting like X Men Origins didn't even happen. How did? How did? Well, how did uh, Wolverine that, lose his memory? We don't know. They reset the whole thing in Days of Future Past. So they haven't explained that yet. They haven't explained that yet. Yeah, Wait, but no, X-Men I mean, they did. No, the X Men movies got have been shot, fast. Got shot that doesn't the count. They reset the whole timeline yeah. in Days of and, Future and, Past. Initially, oh. initially, initially, before Days of Future Past, right? He got he lost his memory when Striker shot, shot him, him in the head, head when he was escaping from the weapons right. X facility. But, no, but that was when yeah. that was not. That was when he went back to the Weapon X facility. Yes. not the initial escape. So you think he's going to go back after this? My whole, but I don't know. We well, don't know. They, they, they him, reset everything and in they Days just, of Future And they just let Basically him loose. they saying them first three movies did but, not So count. the next movie should be him going back to the weapons. Right. And, exactly. And it should be X-Men to, Origins over again. Since they're rewriting all the stories, can somebody please put a boot up Stryker's ass and kill that motherfucker once and for all? But I am so sick of You need a good villain. You can't get rid of but, him. Because now it's like X-Men 2 never happened. X-Men 1 never happened. X-Men Origins, Wolverine, never happened. Well, These movies never happened. Well, Brian Singer did go on record this week saying that he wants to reunite the original cast of X-Men to do a, a new movie in this new altered timeline. He would have to. You have to explain what you've done. Those three movies, as far as I'm concerned, never happened. Those four movies never happened. Oh. And then Wolverine, the standalone film with the uh, Silver Samurai, that never happened. Because he never killed Jean Grey, according to Days of Future Past. Right. Yeah, you're right. So let me ask you this. What about the next X-Men movie? Because there is going to be When's one. When's that duo? Mark, you were you were talking about the teaser scene at the end. There's, yeah, they showed like, the weapons X facility, and the guy was... Like putting some gadgets or some blood, blood samples, samples, samples in the, into blood the, into samples the, in a suitcase. Into a suitcase. 
I heard rumors that it might be involving Mr. Sinister. Uh, yeah, but Sinister was in Apocalypse. That's another thing. Sinister was in Apocalypse. You know, he was yeah, already in comic book, like but not in the well, movie. Well, I understand, but how are they going to justify? Well, they were saying that that Havoc could be still alive, and he, Mr. Sinister had something where uh, he wasn't was he was he wanted the Summer's blood. That, right. now, that was the in summer's, the book. The Summer's Bloodline, he wanted... Right, that was in the book. Yeah. Right. And but Havoc, now, if Havoc's still alive, they, they was, could say that he could have been changed into Mr. Sinister somehow. But see, but see, the thing with that is, you would be still changing the story arcs because Mr. Sinister created Archangel, not Apocalypse. He did right. it for well, Apocalypse. Right. all been changed. Right, but the future past fucked everything up. That's a, So I'm going to say... This one is better than Days of Future Past. Now let me ask. They're changing stuff up just like comic books are doing. They're just well, changing. Well, I, I, but I get that. But my whole thing is, you fucked up the whole. We can't even honestly sit here and talk about Remember, continuity you're with 1%. these movies. The average moviegoer cannot sit here and talk about continuity with this franchise because you fucked everything up with Days of Future Past. It doesn't matter to the, just like it doesn't matter to the studios. They want just their like 99% ter- dollars. Just like Terminator Genesis. <laughs> they fucked everything up with Terminator Genesis because now John Connor's all of a sudden a fucking bad guy. Yeah, but that was a bad movie. This is a good movie. So yeah. No, this is a good Pretty movie. Much, but yeah. You're right, but it's still the same thing that they did. No. You're trying to... You, you fucked everything. Now let me ask Terminator you, can kiss what? my ass. When uh, Apocalypse was being disintegrated by Gene Gray, right. what did he say? The truth has been revealed. And what does that mean? We have Phoenix no- will destroy the world. That's all I'm saying. That we Phoenix- always know that Dark Phoenix. Dark, the Dark Phoenix right. comes in to destroy. Apocalypse thought he was the most powerful person, and he died with a smile on his face because he saw Jean Grey destroy him. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, at least the way I read the movie, was that he realizes there's somebody even more powerful than it him yep. that can take over the world, and that it's going to be Dark Phoenix. But if they do it right, Dark Phoenix is not a subcon- it's a alien entity that took over her body, but. Right, the phoenix is the just phoenix the, is a, the, is the culmination of her mutant power. Right, it's an entity mm-hmm. that took over by and enhanced her power. But okay, because that was, hasn't uh, happened yet. But apparently, it has because she's got the powers. And didn't she? There, wasn't there like a foreshadow of that, anyways? Uh, earlier, when she was afraid that she well, she was had the nightmare hurt. dream but that the world was, was going to end. end. But she was like, "I'm afraid I'm going to hurt people." Right. right. So she's no, seen it she said everybody's afraid of her because they're afraid they are afraid she's going to hurt them because well, she, she has is so in much the future. power. She is in the future. Because winter is coming. <laughs> that was a bad movie too. Forget about really, it. Really it was. You're mixing your uh, uh your geeky references yeah. there. <laughs> okay. All right, anyway. so let me ask you guys big picture. Where does this fall in the spectrum of X-Men movies? And we're going to include the solo, so that's Deadpool, that's X-Men. That's Wolverine <laughs> Origins, the Wolverine. Okay. Um, Is this towards the top, towards best the one. bottom? Best one. So better than X2, which to me, X-Men 2 X2 is, is the is best second. movie. X2 is second. Okay, so this is second to X2. All right, Mark? No, no. This, this, this one, then Oh, this X2. is first. Then X2. X2. Okay, Mark? Then X2. Where does this one fall? <laughs> in, more in the there, middle? There, don't, towards don't the bottom? The lower half, probably. Yeah. Lower half. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Because I thought you said including all the movies. All yeah. of them. Yeah. So, so it, would be, it would be this one. 
It's less than half. First class, X2. So first class is better than X2. Yes, first class, X2. You had me and then you lost me. Because X2 is my all-time favorite X-Men. X-Men movie. Okay. I'm going with... Oh, well, shit. And then what about Deadpool? But you said Deadpool. So Deadpool, this one, X, uh, first class, X2. Why are, we, why are we throwing Deadpool in this? Well, Deadpool's in the X-Men universe. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Deadpool. Because they did it, and Deadpool yeah. did have X-Men characters. Wolverine right, movies, right. too, right? right so, Wolverine, Deadpool, yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah, I, I, I would Wonder put those Wolverine Wonder. movies probably down at the lower, lower end, end of the list yeah. with Last wow. Stand. I and think then Apocalypse actually, right above them. And then all the other ones above that. See, okay, I'm, so uh, you're saying the Wolverine, the two Wolverine movies are the worst two? Yeah, I And think then so. X-Men Last Stand. And then Apocalypse. Then Apocalypse. Then all the other ones above that. Okay. Uh, wow. la- worst movie? Origins. Right. Um, I, th- I think we can all agree on that's that one. Origins. Yeah, that's the Rocky Five of the bunch. Tell me good. The one above that... Last Stand. Yeah, that's Last Stand be. is yeah. right there. Yeah, I would actually say that The Wolverine is a lot better, better than, than The Last, Last Stand. Stand. Yeah. And then I would go X-Men, the first one. Then I would go Days of Future Past, First Class. Uh, no, X2, First Class, Deadpool. All right, Rich. Wow. We know you love this movie, so you'd put. I'm assuming you're going to put this one at the top of the list. It'd be in the top there, next to Deadpool, and uh, actually like the Wolverine movies. You like Uh, both of them? them? I like the second Uh, one. The second one was I. I liked the better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that's like everybody liking Rocky Five. Come on, man. All right, Brad. You didn't like this one. You put it down at the bottom with Mark. It's it's really hard to say. I think, I mean, I like the first three. Um, even the when I was screaming at the screen when all hell broke loose and Fomke went all black-eyed and killed Patrick Stewart. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate that movie. Um, well, I didn't hate it either. But compared, I think what happened was you had X two, which was so damn good, right? And then directly well, after I have, that, last I have the stand, extended cut, so I have X Men, X Men one point two, and then X two, and then. Well, see, the fucked up part is, uh, Singer went to go do Superman, so X Men f- sucked, and Superman sucked, so they both f- really sucked. He should have never left that project. Well, he yeah. should have. Well, you know what's funny left. is he did he did the first two. Then he took a break for the middle two. Then he came back for the the most yeah, recent two. two yeah. So I'm, I mean, I, I I agree with Richie. I like, and I know that they were kind of bad, but I like the Wolverine movies because I, he's like in my top. Well, Hugh Jackman five. is awesome. Yeah, yeah Hugh I mean, he's always good no right. matter the movie. So you tell so, me, you, you like Deadpool with the mouth sold shut? That was terrible. That was horrible. Okay. That, but for me, Deadpool is the top of the list. So. Mm-hmm. But I don't consider him part of this debacle because based on what you just said and the reality for that nightmare uh, days of future past, whatever the fuck it was called, um, none of it exists. So it doesn't really matter what I like. All I need to know is I love Deadpool. I could own that movie. And the ones that are the the uh, X-Men movies that I do own, I can like thrown into the air and they'll vaporize because they don't exist anymore because they just ruined the story theme. So 
I don't know. Uh, my favorite X Men movie is Deadpool, and all the rest of them can. As oh, for fuck's sake! Mark Ciani, they can kiss Q's ass. Thank you. <laughs> It's fucking 10.30 at night. Yeah, right. Um, no, that I mean, this one was, like I said, it was, yes, it needed to be cut down. It was too long. I liked the part that there was, but there was, you know. there's a couple of God views um, of the movie, and there's this teeny little apocalypse, and there's somebody's almost as tall as him, and they're like, they're like right now I'm going, who the fuck's that little purple guy? Oh, wait. Oh, is that Apocalypse? He oh, and I found out. We actually found out where the purple came from. It must have been his portal. When they yes. took a picture, it was him in his portal. That's what the light was Or it could have been Psylocke's or it could weapon. Been Psylocke's she weapon. was also the purple. So yeah, that's I mean, where the purple the, came from. The, the, the Ivan fucking ooze. Yes. The, the X-Men part of the movie, like I said, it was very good. It was the... It was the tween parts that just aggravated the well, crap the, out of the, me. The Wolverine scene to me was very well done. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes, because they, they they got it right. But they opened the up a, they opened up a story arc. Right. They that, they're not, that they are not going to follow up on. They're I bet not? any amount of money that they're not going to do it. But it was but it was beautiful. It was but perfect. They're not going to do it. Why are they not going to do it, Mark? Because we are what? No, they're they're gonna do it because they got one last Fuck Hugh you, Jackman X Men movie. Oh, and that's it. And he's done. I think he's gonna go all out. They're gonna pull out every stop. Supposedly, Patrick Stewart no is going to have a prominent role in this movie, and that would kind of tie back into Brian Singer wanting to reunite the original cast. So, if is Hugh Jackman gonna do this one, then he's gonna do one more X Men for X Men, no, or is, this is this just is, it? No, this, this is, is it. one more movie. This is last movie. Is then he's gonna now do he might show. do a little cameo like he did in. In Apocalypse, okay. but his last starring role is going to be Old Man Logan. Okay. Good enough for me. Yeah. Works for you, Mark? Works for me. Okay. Alrighty. I guess the next movie that comes out is Independence Day, right? I think June that's... 24. And we're going to be in that's South Beach. Big, uh, no, that's another big one here. I'm not sure what the oh, next I thought it came out on. Is. It doesn't come out on 4th of July weekend? Oh, yeah. I think it does. Yeah. We're no, I think it comes out before the... Yeah, I think it does. Okay, well, anyway, I'm just trying to think of movies that's going to beat Deadpool because it's still the best comic book. Isn't there something coming out next week? Suicide Squad, probably in August, maybe. Some June, June. Well, I'm thinking that or or Independence Day might. Oh, next weekend is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That shit ain't gonna do it. That's definitely not gonna beat Deadpool. Now, here's the movie I think that's actually gonna be the. the the movie of the summer for me, Pop Star, Never Stop oh, Stopping. Funny. Oh God. Which is the Lonely oh, Island guys yeah. doing a like a Justin Bieber spoof. That is, I that just felt like that's well, we'll, we'll we save it. Seal. We'll save it for next weekend because I have a feeling that's uh that's gonna be a, a big topic of discussion. Okay. So Brad, please put a fork in this bad boy. Fork oh, yeah. us. Fork us, Brad. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the drink? Oh, yeah, oh, Q, oh, what do we oh. got here? Oh, Brad, tell us. Oh, Brad, Hello, Brad. and look, it's Krabby's original alcoholic ginger beer. Krabby, that's perfect for, for this mo- crew. <laughs> for most of you who know that ginger beer is really a light, soft drink, Krabby's takes it 4.8% alcohol higher. We have been drinking some... Cut that out. We have been drinking, as you can see, it's totally gone, some Moscow mules made with delicious Krabby's original... Herbert Herbert Herbert. Yes, it was delicious. 
Um, it's something a little far afield of what we normally drink, but in order to drink ginger beer, a person has to have vodka and lime juice, and we did that, and it was delicious, and I delicious. say it is a reorder number. Well, we had four weeks of hard cider, so I yes. figured we should actually get some Some beer. hard liquor. <laughs> some yeah. hard liquor. Well, no, but it's hard. It's, it's the real deal. Hard yes. and, we, and we know Mark likes anything hard, so loves oh. it hard. <laughs> Cut that out. <sighs> All right, Brad. Why this not, has been the twenty third podcast of Comic Experience Sci Fi with Mark Myers. Ew, it's sticky. You, Richie, if only I could find a real roll with meat and potatoes. Denver <laughs> on the board, and me, the giant punisher of everybody's life. Bradcast Levin. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Huzzah. You can all kiss my. Everybody ass. kiss Q's ass right now. Whip it out, buddy. Let them all see you. Let's start.